The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is the intuitive life with Laura Wooster. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. We're just having a good laugh here before you <laughs> Welcome to the Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. My name is Laura Worcester, and we will be taking your calls today, 816-251-3555. Again, it's 816-251-3555. And um, just a quick calendar note before we get started. Um, on Saturday, the 25th, uh, I think it is the 25th, on, yeah, it's September 25th, online, um, I will be a part of a demonstration of mediumship where, where two worlds meet, and it'll be, um, it'll, it'll be offered by The Journey Within of New Jersey, and it will be myself, Janet Nohavik, and Laurie Sheridan, and it's um, an, obviously an online evening of mediumship, so if you'd like to join us, just check out my website at laurelwister.com. And and which what is wonderful about the online events is that you you can stay in your jammies and you can come join us and um, and you don't have to go anywhere. So um, hopefully you can join us there and it will benefit the Journey Within Church of New Jersey. So anyhow, so I don't want to keep my guests waiting because. We had to wait a little bit because of the holiday, I think it was. Um, so normally she's every, um, with us every Monday or every every first Monday of the month. Um, but the calendar was a little different this month. So she came in a couple of weeks late. So here is my dear friend and colleague, Anne Hens. Hey, Anne. Hey, Laura. Hey, everyone. Hi. Hi. It's good to always laugh with you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. That was funny. And honestly, people, for, for so that you don't think that we're just keeping you in the dark, I, it, it's not a big deal, but it was really pretty funny that for some somehow Siri uh, decided, because my husband is on when I schedule an event like this in our calendar, I always um, add him to it so that he knows that I'll be busy and so on. But I guess Siri, on his phone, decided to say, you want to connect now to this event? And he thought, I must be saying, Carl, honey, join this. And he was like, okay. And he clicked on it and he joined us. And then we're all saying, why are you here, honey? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so anyway, that's all it was. He's like, He's like, whatever she, whatever you say, darling, I'm here. <laughs> <I love> yeah. <laughs> if she wants me, I'll come. 
He's a good that guy. That's awesome. Very nice. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was very, very sweet. <laughs> very good. So, um, so welcome. Uh, the, there may be some new listeners because um, you did a recent large online event, um, and so there's a lot of new people that may be um, tuning in for the first time. Um, so, Anne, if you could just um, introduce yourself a little bit here, because I know that it, we have some new faces, I'm sure, listening. So, Okay. Um, I'm Anne Hintz, and <clears throat> I've been working with Laura for some time now on her podcast, and um, prior to that, I was John Holland's co-host on his um, Hay House Radio Psychic Tarot Hour, um, I co-hosted for seven years. I think it ran for about 13 years. Um, so that ended when Hay House stopped live um, broadcast, but it was, it was sad, but it was fun. It was way fun working with John. And as Laura said, we recently did that uh, two-part webinar, and we had uh, a huge response, and thank you all um, for, for joining us. And basically, I'm a tarot reader, I'm a tarot instructor, love, love, love teaching. Um, I love the cards. I love helping others learn. Um, I have some classes coming up. Um, I don't know. What else should I say, Laura? (laughs) She's a fabulous tarot reader and a teacher. So if you ever want to learn about the tarot, definitely check out her classes. And um, yes. Yeah, I know. I (laughs) I should tell people. See, marketing is not like my strong suit here. Um, I'm on Instagram as of a couple months ago. So it's at Ann Hentz Tarot, A-N-N-H-E-N-T-Z Tarot. I'd be so honored and pleased if you would um, follow me. Um, and my business Facebook page is Ann Hentz Connect with Spirit, all one word. And since Laura always asks me, why don't I just get it over with? I do have a tarot studies class coming up on October 16th. It's a Saturday. Um, It's not an intro class, but really anyone of any level, even newbies, are welcome to join and learn and contribute whatever you can. And my basics classes, Basics 1, Tarot Basics 1, is on Sunday, October 24th. And Tarot Basics 2 is a couple of weeks later on Sunday, November 7th. Those are actual beginner's classes, both for people with very little um, experience. There, done. Great. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Uh, You you make it so easy to understand. Um, It's taken me a long time to learn what I know. I don't know a lot. (laughs) I'm still learning. I've been working with cards for like, I don't know, 15 years now. Um, and I'm still learning. And I, and I just, you make it so easy to understand. And, and so well, I you. highly, highly recommend taking a class with Anne. And I love the, the ability to be able to go online and, and learn from you too. So um, it opens up a whole do- whole lot of doors for people. So very good. Oh, and that, that's a good point. My classes are all via Zoom now through Circles of Wisdom. And it's amazing. It's amazing. I loved it doing in-person classes just for like a human connection. But um, thank you, COVID, it's forced us to go online. And now people who have wanted to study with me for years and years, now they can because I'm finally online. So we have quite, sorry about the airplane flying by. Um, We have quite um, people from a large, large um, section of the world. Uh, It's pretty cool. So yes, online, come in your PJs, join. 
way fun. <laughs> That's really cool. Awesome. So, um, so if anybody would like to see the cards that Anne will be talking about today, you can venture over to Facebook. Um, Anne Hence Connect with Spirit is her page, and you posted them there, correct? I did, and I have them on Instagram as well. Ah, so Instagram. So Anne, Anne Hence Tarot on Instagram. Very good. Alrighty. So what have you got for us today, Anne? Okie dokie. Well, for those who are new to this um, wonderful podcast, um, every month I pull two cards specifically for the people who are listening to the podcast and contributing to the podcast live and for those who will listen on the archives. Um, And also each month I generally pull two cards from a different deck. Uh, just to kind of spark your curiosity about the decks that are out there and to encourage you to try using new decks. It's just, it's a lot of fun. I just, I love it. I love the variety of imagery that's out there. So this month, I'm using the Forest of Enchantment Tarot. It's by Linnea Weatherstone and Marela Allwood. And it's just just so wonderful. Um, In this deck, you meet witches, wizards, fairies, elves, Birds, beasts, ghosts, shapeshifters, um, and more. And the forest scenery has gnarled trees, magical blossoms, um, sparkling caves, woodland pools, thickets of thorns. Uh, it's just, it's an amazing, I say place. <laughs> so I was going to say that. I thought it's not a real place, Anne. But you know what it really is? It's a real uh, enchanted forest in our mind and in the ethers. And it's just, it's an amazing deck. I love it. I feel like I'm walking through the forest, meeting wonderful guides and and mystical friends. Okay. So the two cards that I pulled for um, our listeners today and our archive listeners, we have the Four of Visions and the Eight of Boons. Four of Visions would be the Four of Cups in a standard deck. And um, if you're able to look on either Instagram or uh, Facebook, you'll see that we have a bored young man, very similar to the standard Four of Cups, Um, a bored young man. He's dissatisfied with and disinterested in life. And yet there he is in the middle of a magical forest. Duh. He's got a sparkling dragonfly fluttering near his head. There's a beautiful kingfisher, also sparkling, Um, swooping over the water in front of him. Beautiful flowers surround him, but he doesn't see them. He's too busy with his own gloomy thoughts. Makes me think of Eeyore. Um, So the point of this card is that your life is magical. Pick yourself up. Look around at the beauty that surrounds you because it does. It is there. Lift up your heart, your mind, and your spirit. By doing that, you raise your vibration and invite magical things into your life. Yeah, hey, good good stuff. I love that little dragonfly buzzing behind his head, too, that he's not even even see it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And the little sparkles that are coming from it and the little sparkles off of the wings of the kingfisher. I just love this deck. Okay, so our other card is the Eight of Boons. This would be the Eight of Pentacles in a standard deck. In this deck, it shows a woman spinning gold out of nettles. And, you know, she found it difficult at first, nettles being somewhat difficult to work with, but she persevered. 
uh, working at making something precious out of something so ordinary. In time, her confidence and skills grew, and you can see on the card she's surrounded by beautiful spindles of spun gold. So this card reminding you to, uh, that to produce something of value, it can take time and effort, but it's worth it. So whatever you do in this life, be it big or small, um, and actually nothing is really small. It's all contributing. I take that back. Whatever you do in this life, take time to do it to the very best of your ability and then some. Um, as the book says, uh, it says, practice leads to improvement, but dedication leads to excellence. I love that. So there you have it. Those are uh, the cards that were chosen by spirit for everyone who's listening and who will listen. Great. Beautiful reminders. Yeah. Keep your eye on, on the magic in the world. You know, which oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. It makes a huge difference, even in just uplifting, you know, your own self. But in doing that, it's ripple effect. Um, if you raise your vibration, you raise the vibration of every creature and person around you. You can't help but do that. So it's kind of being of making yourself happy is being of service to others. Hmm. That's a good way of saying it. Mm. Because mm. we are all connected. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Awesome. Beautiful cards. I love so, these cards. I've never seen them before. Yeah. Very nice. So we also have a tarot tip. Did you want to do that now before we jump into the Yes, reading? let's do that. Yes. Okay. Um I, because I like this deck so much, I, um, and I didn't have time to put up these cards, but if you want to, you can find them. <clears throat> On the back of the book, I found, oh yeah, a very nice book comes with the um, set. I love it. Um, there's a, a very simple but very cool spread called Breadcrumbs and Moonstones. And it's a two-card spread. And it's based on the tale of Hansel and Gretel. Um, when they became aware that their parents were going to try and lose them in the forest, nice guys, um, the children tried a couple of ways of being able to get back to their home. Um, first time they dropped breadcrumbs, and that didn't work because the birds ate them. But the second time, they dropped white stones that shone in the moonlight, and that one worked. Mm-hmm. So basically this reading... Um, helps you decide on a strategy for some situation by showing you um, what will work or is likely to work and what is likely to not work. Um, So you can just use two cards or you can pull as many as you want. Basically, you shuffle the deck and then deal them out into two piles face down. Uh, The stack on the left are the breadcrumbs. This is the strategy or or action that is likely to not produce good results. The right stack is the moonstones, the strategy or action that is likely to produce better results. So you think of your question, and you turn over the top two cards, well, the top card on each of the two piles, Mm -hmm. and then you compare them and think about how they apply. You know, how might this particular card be not helpful, be a breadcrumb, and how might this other card be um, a moonstone and be helpful. And once you've digested those two cards, if you want, you can turn over two more. 
So you can take it as deeply as you want to, or you can simply turn over just one car on each pile. I really like it. And just a quick example, um, I pull two cards for a situation, in my case, fictional. But um, the breadcrumb pile, the strategy that is likely to not work so much, and I used Forest of Enchantment deck, is um, card number four, the Forest Lord. This would be the Emperor in a standard deck. And so I looked at this and said, huh, breadcrumbs, this is probably not going to be the best strategy, <clears throat> meaning I don't have to do this by myself. I don't have to, you know, forge through this and, um, you know, force it and be in control and, and, and muster, you know, to, to get whatever, <clears throat> excuse me, get whatever this is done. So I looked at the uh, Moonstone card and it is uh, 14, the Forge, both major arcana. The Forge, uh, the lovely, lovely deck, it shows uh, a blacksmith in various aspects of gathering materials, of then heating the materials, of just, it's a wonderful card. But it would be the Temperance card in other decks. And so it's a nice contrast to the breadcrumb card of the Forest Lord saying, I don't have to do this by myself. The Moonstone aspect of the Forge is saying, I can reach out. I can get other people's help. I can use other tools. I can use various skills of myself and other people to bring things together to solve the situation. But I thought that was pretty cool. I liked the cards that were pulled. And I like this. Uh, I like this spread very much. And I think I may introduce it to my students in my October class. Awesome. Great. I love the spreads it. that you come up with. It makes it so easy to look at the options and, and different ways of perspectives of questions. And it's so good. So good. Um, okay, so let's see. And we do have full lines. So I know we've got people wanting to talk to you, Anne. So we're going to bring them right in before the break here. So anyways, it's been a while since you've been on. So we're going to dive right into the calls and we're going to put this into practice, um, I suppose. I guess you're going to use that same spread for maybe answering one of these questions. Uh, I could possibly do that. Yeah, it depends what yeah. they are, but sure. Yeah. If it fits. Yeah. OK, great. All right. So let's go to let's go to Catherine first. All righty. Hello, Catherine. Hi. How are you, Laura? And Ed? Hi. Welcome to the show. Thanks for calling in. How can we help oh. you today? Um, I was wondering whatever you can tell me about um, career work opportunities. Um, you know, everything with the pandemic seems to have kind of dried up and, you know, mm -hmm. just looking ahead to moving forward. Okay, so um, are you out of work now and looking for work? Um, I do have some work, but it's very, very limited. So definitely looking for more work. <laughs> okay. 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 So. All righty. So we'll look at the energy around that. Hold these cards and. Hmm. Oh, cool. Cool. <laughs> All right. This is so cool, Catherine. Um, this oh, is awesome. 
this is the one drawback to being not visual because I can't say, look, 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 look at these cards. This is so cool. Um, oh, and if you do wind up scheduling a reading with me and we do, we're doing phone right now, I'm not doing any in person. Um, I will um, text you images of the cards if they seem really significant or if you're interested. Um, so what we have here, Catherine, Queen of Wands is the card in the center of my five. Queen of Wands uh, is coming through with a couple of messages for you. The first is um, there, you can manifest whatever it is that you need. Queen of Wands is powerful. She's my kick butt queen. Uh, love her to pieces. She's my favorite. And um, in this deck, I've, I've chosen the Light Seer deck. This Queen of Wands is, um, she's grinning, she's raising up her wand, and she's got her hand out, and she has flames coming up out of her palm, and she's looking at that fiery palm like, yeah, baby. Um, so the other aspect is watch your energy level. Talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, this Queen of Wands, and this may be why I chose the Light Seer's deck without knowing it, um, this Queen of Wands is enthusiastic. She is a shining star. She is confident. She is courageous. She just goes after what she wants. So try and embody um, that Queen of Wands. And if you want to get an image, search for Queen of Wands Light Seer, S-E-E-R, Tarot. Um, it's, it's inspirational, this card. I just love it. Um, the cards around it, King of Swords, top left, King of Wands, top right. Kings and Queens are both excellent for career, jobs, business. Um, oh, and of the five cards, <laughs> what's that? I said, oh, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And of the five cards that are here, one queen and two kings. King of Swords is um, king of intellect and ideas. King of Wands, partner with our Queen of Wands, is um, king of confidence, of enthusiasm. So as I look at these three, and there are two more, but as I look at these three, um, it feels like Spirit is saying, yeah, no, really, it's out there. You can get more out there. Use the thinking of the King of Swords to see if you can either search differently or think a little bit differently about what your talents are and let you broaden your search for where your talents can be applied um, and so on. And again, Queen and King of Wands is saying, you know, embrace this. It's out there for you. There is um, more work for you. Underneath the King of Wands, we have another Wands card, but it's the Ten of Wands. And this um, deck shows a, a young woman with <clears throat> an overcoat and a skirt and boots, and she's walking with an oxen who's laden down with some of her belongings, and she's carrying a suitcase. And there's a long path behind her that leads up a hill. But she has walked down the hill and is uh, on her way. So this suggests that it may not come immediately, this, this additional work. It will be a matter of continuing to search, keeping your energy up, King of Wands, Queen of Wands, um, but the final card under the King of Swords is the world. This is where everything falls together. Everything comes together in a beautiful way. So really, I look at these cards and I think the, the takeaway is, yes, 
um, it is likely that you will find more work that you can be enthusiastic about. Remember to keep your energy up, remain optimistic. And King of Swords, you know, think about a little differently about how you might either do the search or where you, your talents um, can be used in addition to however you're using them now. But I'm very much encouraged, Catherine, by these cards. Okay, wonderful. Yes, and enthusiastic. That that means a lot because I just feel very ho-hum right now, you know? <laughs> sure. Yep, yep, yep. And, you know, that's possibly part of the, the message of the two cards that I pulled for okay. listeners, that four of, um, four of cups um, or four of visions in the, the forest of enchantment. And that's the ho-hum. That's the, this is it. This is all I have. This is all I'm going to get. I'm so bored. Right. So, again, look up. Look for that sparkling kingfisher in your life. Look for that sparkling dragonfly. And wear the cloak of this kick-butt queen of wands. And... Um, I think it'll shift things for you. Great. Do you see any idea on timing? I know you said not immediately. Um, okay. That, I, I, let me do a very, very quick one. I don't know how much time Laura wants us to... We'll get about 90 seconds. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we have a break. Okay. Mm-hmm. 90 seconds. I can do this. Uh, timing. This is... Let's see. September, October, and September. Mm-hmm. Ha, okay, this is so cool. Timing. I only look for something that says here. Um, rest of September, another queen, queen of cups. And that world card is right here in October. So the, I don't even need to read the rest. These would suggest that... Um, October will be a time for something new coming to you. Oh, and in November, Nine of Pentacles, the whole new cycle around contentment, around finances and career. So I'm going to suggest that October and November will be really um, good times for you. That was what I was feeling too, like the second week of October, the energy shifting around then. Yeah. Great. Very good. Wonderful. Thank you so much. (laughs) I appreciate it. Well, my pleasure. Our pleasure. Wonderful, Kevin. Good luck and and enjoy your new job whenever that comes in. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right. Take care. Bye bye. So I noticed that I I love the cards. I mean, I know I get about 10 seconds before the break, and I love the cards that you pulled for everybody at the very beginning because there is sort of this ho hum kind of energy that's happening for a lot of people. And we have to try a little bit harder to look at the bright side. So thanks for that reminder. That's really good. Okay. Very good. So we're going to be going to the break. We'll be back in just a few moments, everybody, with Anne Hentz on The Intuitive Life. We'll talk to you in just a few. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, 
a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Worcester. Welcome back, everybody. This is Laura Worcester, and I'm back with my guest, Ann Hentz. And we've got a full board, so we're going to jump right back in. We don't want to keep you all waiting here. We're going to go as quickly as we can through every caller. Um, so if you can keep your questions to one question, um, just so we can get to as many people as possible already. So we're going to, the next caller we're going to go to is Sandra. Hi, Sandra. Hi. Hi. Wow, perfect timing. The same, this is a perfect timing, the same time that the man pulled in my driveway to pick up my dumpster that we were filling. <laughs> um, this, is my, this is my big thing. I'm going to kind of push it out there fast. So my, um, about six to eight weeks ago, I had a vision before, as I was going to sleep. I get visions just before I go to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> it kind of felt ominous. It was a... I saw the date with a red background and black letters, and it said February 22nd, 2022. Then it, it flashed February 12th, 2022, and back to the February 22nd, 2022, and big, big letters, big numbers. Mm-hmm. And it just felt very foreboding, and I'm like, my goodness, this almost feels like a, a warning of sorts. So I was looking for some insight. So February 22, 2022. Isn't that interesting? It's all twos, right? Yes. Very. Mm. My dog is I barking. <laughs> I don't know. What, I, honestly, I don't, I don't know what to tell you about that. I don't know if that's something that the cards can tell us anything about. Um, Anne's I, never done me wrong. She's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, while you're pulling cards in, I'll just I'll jump in real quick. Sure. And, you know, for people who might be listening, um, you know, that space in between when we're starting to drift off to sleep is, you know, that can be a very intuitive space because your your logical brain is starting to go to sleep, right? So then the dream state starts to come in. So it's a different different focus of your of your consciousness. So it kind of opens to things. And and I know when when I was younger, I used to see visions a lot. You know, when I was going to sleep and everything. And um, like quite quite uh, clear clairvoyant visions and they weren't always i mean most of the time they weren't bad things you know they're just things that i knew you know was going to come up you know um but you had a sense of foreboding is it yeah um okay so was that your initial sense or did you see those things first and then felt the foreboding just as you described it Okay, so you you saw it and then you felt the foreboding. Okay. Yeah, I said, um, mm, I, I, I wonder if that's a warning. It almost feels it feels like a warning, and I need to pay attention to this. Yeah. Um. Here's what, I'm, and I'm not trying to put glitter on this and make it all better. Okay. So I, I just wanted to say that because I don't before mm-hmm. I say this, and and we don't we don't know until that date happens. You know, if, if anything, if, is there any meaning to this? But 
the fact that you you kind of got the foreboding feeling after you saw the flash of the date it kind of tells me at that point your logical brain might start kicking in and say oh my god do i need to be on alert boom okay <laughs> you know? okay. Yeah. okay so um i would i would write the write the dates down and don't think about it anymore because and and just know that if you're meant to do something in relating in relation to this I swear, like the universe, source, whoever is in charge will give you that opportunity to do something if you need to. But okay. just put it aside and um, and just be, you know, don't don't focus on it too much. Um, but I, I do think I'm, I'm kind of leaning more towards, OK, that second, you know, that second that you pause between seeing it and then your your logical brain starts kicking in to analyze it. It's like, oh, no, panic, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, right. I, I will tell you the the, uh, the the few times that I've had s- situations like that, um, I got the foreboding kind of feeling right with the vision, okay? okay. And and um, it and it, but it wasn't. It was weird. It wasn't like an alarming kind of feeling either. But I just knew it wasn't. You know, it wasn't a positive thing. So um, if if you get like an anxiety kind of feeling around it, it mm-hmm. I, my experience is it's that's when our brain starts kicking in. Okay. All right, if that makes sense. It's like almost it like kind of breathless, like, oh my goodness, what am I gonna do about yeah. this kind of thing? Um, yeah. yeah, so I hope that help, hope that makes sense. It, it does. Okay, it does great. Help. Awesome. Okay, and just, right. just quickly add to that, um, I was looking at the numbers and I thought, okay, that's really interesting. And so from a tarot perspective, um, the February 22nd, that um, can be reduced down to um, number three, and that's the Empress. Um, Empress is totally not promoting. Empress is caring and loving and nurturing. Um, I looked at the February 12 numbers. They uh, condensed down to six, the lovers. Now, if we think about all the twos, oh my God, there are so many twos. Two is about partnership. Okay. Um, can be partnership with other people, with community, with all aspects of ourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Empress is about loving and caring and nurturing yourself and other people. Lovers can be about, again, partnership with other people in a loving way. Or uh, the Lovers is also about all aspects of ourself coming together in a beautiful whole. Mm-hmm. So. I think that energy is really great. I'm loving what these, I see no foreboding here. I I see wonderful energy. And then I had already pulled two cards and I turned them over after I looked at all of this numerology stuff. It's the death card and the 10 of worlds reward. So this adds to the lovely energy that we have with the numbers saying, death is saying, okay, you know what, Sandra, now's a good time. Just, (laughs) oh, I have to clean up what I was about to say. Um, Let go of stuff that doesn't serve you. Let go of all that stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, can be beliefs, can be people, can be stuff in our house. Just anything that doesn't serve you, clear it out, let it go, Mm -hmm. and embrace the Ten of Worlds. That would be the Ten of Pentacles reward. Embrace all that the universe wants to give you um, to kind of reward you for getting rid of the old stuff and letting the new come in. So, We've got this lovely energy from the cards. We've got great energy from the numbers. So I would say no foreboding at all. I like what Laura oh, said I about your, your mind kicking in. Thank you. Thank I think you. you're good to go. I love that. 
Thank okay. you. Have a wonderful okay. week. You too, Sandra. Thanks so much for listening and for calling in. We appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. Very good. All righty. Let's see. Um, let's go to Debbie. Hello, Debbie. Hello. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hi, Hi Debbie. How Hi, are Debbie. you? Hi. Hi, Laura. Hi, Ann. Hey, uh, Laura, quick question. Um, can you tell me if my son and daughter-in-law are having a boy? And Anne, I did your tarot class, and it's amazing, and I love it. My question for you, Anne, is when pulling cards for myself, I'm having a birthday here in a couple weeks, um, how many cards should a person pull in order to see, like, what the year might bring or the next six months, something like that? Is it one for each month, or how do you recommend doing something like that? Okay, what I love to do for a um, the coming year, especially on a birthday or especially in January, um, it can be daunting if somebody is new to tarot, but if you take it one card at a time, it's fine. I would pull um, one card per month, I mean, okay. unless, you, unless you only want to look out six months. But it's a happy birthday. I would pull one card per month and then kind of group them, make, put them in a circle. <laughs> you should see me. I'm drawing a big circle on my table. You guys can't see me do that. <laughs> okay. Put the cards in a circle. I'm still doing it. Stop in. Okay. Put the cards out in a circle and kind of group them by quarters. So three cards in the circle will be a little bit closer together. And then the next three cards a little closer together. And then I will look at each card for each month. And then I also kind of look at the overall energy of that quarter. How does it look? Um, okay. And and that's kind of kind of a cool thing to do. And if you want to get even more fun, for mm-hmm. each quarter, I will pull uh, two cards. One card that will be the major opportunity to watch for for that quarter, and then the other card will be the major challenge to watch for in that quarter. It's a oh, really right. really yeah. So it you get the twelve cards and then. Two, four, six, eight more cards. It's uh, it gives you a, a great overview of of the coming year, and you can do it at any time of the year for any reason. Okay. If you just decide, here it is September. Okay. I want to look at the next year. You just pull the cards, and you always start. The first card will be, um, like this is September twentieth. So my first card would be an October card. Okay. And then Did you have to pull one by chance? 12. Did you happen to pull one and by chance? One. Uh, well, what would your intention be? We can't do twelve cards, that's for sure. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just I just what 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 can I expect for um, my birthday month, October? Oh, all right. For one card. All righty. All righty. Here, here. Oh, cool. I love it. I can't just pull one card, Debbie. Really. Um, <laughs> okay. Three cards. Three cards. Um, these are lovely. Um, again, I'm, I've decided to use the light sear deck. It's colorful. Love it. Nine of cups. So October, your birthday month should bring you, um, a whole new cycle starting around contentment, fulfillment. Um, you know, open yourself to that energy and let go of anything that doesn't serve that energy. Um, the Hierophant. This is a lovely hierophant in this deck. 
We have none of the constraints of the more medieval hierophant. This is a hierophant who is laughing and happy, and there's a beautiful stairway reaching up to the stars behind him. And oh, I think that the, your, yeah, your birthday month will also see you coming into your own power and recognizing, you know, your old soul aspects and recognizing the wisdom that you have to share with others. Mm, thank you. And then the third card is the Six of Swords. It's a lovely, um, peaceful card, mentally just moving away from any turmoil and disruption and moving towards just mental peace. So nice. Oh, lovely. Oh, Anne, thank you so much. I love taking your classes. It's lovely. Well, I hope you'll come back. Absolutely. Lord, Lord, (laughs) do you have any idea if I'm having a a, a grandson or granddaughter? Okay, I'm just gonna, let me tell you this, okay? And this is this is going to sound like a complete cop-out when I say this, but I have to just <laughs> tell you how, okay? So I used to be able to be fairly good with that, um, doing, you know, um, gender things. And then, um, you know, you get it, I, I always say with, you know, with mediumship or intuitive connections and things like that, our own experiences has an influence on the information that we receive and how we, we interpret it, correct? Ah, so, okay. Um, I've had situations in my life where um, I've had a close family member who has, um, I'm, I'm, I'm an open book, so I'm just going to put it out there, um, in the recent years who has changed genders, okay? So this has kind of changed my perspective yeah. on gender. So when I sometimes I may say, you know what, you're a totally getting a boy, there's a very strong energy coming through, and they feel, and but then they just might be a very strong female um right. you know who's and you know and so it, it's i go i feel more of the aspects of their personality than i do with the actual gender so um oh, so i can't oh. i can't we can't rely on that anymore <laughs> not for me oh. anyways <laughs> okay i understand um, i understand okay very good but so congratulations on that little one. Oh, thank you so are you saying then the uh it'll be a strong-headed little little one regardless of um, what you um, feel come through? I will tell you this. I'm feeling um, a, a, an emotional, emotionally connected person. Um, uh, there's a gentle energy here. Um, I feel like an emotional thinker, an emotional feeler with them. So yeah. with it, with, so whatever that means, it it, it could be a, you know, it, the gender is separate from that, but it's just their yep. personality. Okay. Nope, In the past, I, I would have. Okay, good. In the past, I would have picked it up and say, "Oh, I think this this might be a girl," you know, because that's tip. That's that's generally speaking. But I've learned over the years not to apply certain aspects to certain genders, so I can't do that anymore. <laughs> I understand. So, I understand. Okay. You ladies are amazing. Thank you so much for taking my call, and have a great week. You're very welcome. Thanks for calling. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay, so let's see. Um, blah, 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 blah. Let's go to, you know, we're just going right through all the callers here as much as we can because I don't want to miss anybody. Um, let's go to Francine. Hello, Francine. Hi, Laura. Hi, Anne. Hi. Hi, Francine. Hello, Francine. Thanks for calling. Yeah. So um, my question is around um, I'm job searching for a company that's in San Francisco, which would mean I move for me and my family. And um, it feels really good, but the interview went well, and I'm just wondering if that's the outcome that we will be moving. 
Okay, let me see if I heard you right. So you're looking at possibly looking at a job in San Francisco and you're curious if you're going to be moving. Right. Is that what you said? Okay. You were just a little faint there, so I want to make sure that we got you. Okay. Yeah, thanks, because I didn't get it either. So if you, okay. but if you, so I, do you live in San Francisco? No, I don't. I'm in Southern California. Okay, so is the question really about moving or about getting the job? Uh, it would be both because the job is in San Francisco. Okay, so both. Okay. All right. And if you don't live in San Francisco, is this job possibly remote that you would not have to move? Or could it be remote? Because I'm thinking if, if it, the job is in San Francisco and you don't live in San Francisco, if you get it, wouldn't you have to move? Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll we'll basically look at the energy around getting the job. How's that? Okay. There we go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, and I'm pulling cards around the move just just in case. So. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. Okay. I know what I'm seeing. Huh. Okay. Um <clears throat> this is so funny that you ask about a move. Um, okay. Ace of Cups is in the center, so it feels as if this job would um there's a lot of joy around this this job and getting this job. Um, death and rebirth is here. That's that letting go of the old, embracing the new. The world, things come together in um, a lovely and perfect way. These would all suggest the energy around getting the job is very good. Um, the two bottom cards, temperance and eight of cups. So temperance is that coming together, a nice balance. And Eight of Cups is also a leaving behind of something. So it makes me wonder. Mm -hmm. uh, I know, I wish we could see your cards as you pull them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Okay, it almost felt like when I saw the Eight of Cups and this person walking, I thought, well, yeah, this feels like having to move, but if, if the job's in San Francisco, um, you'd have to go anyway. So let me just say this. I think the energy looks very good around getting the job, but it seems that something may have to be left behind um, in order to accept this job. Because not only do we have the walking away of the Eight of Cups, but we have the letting go of the death in the death and re the letting go of the death aspect of the death and rebirth card. But it still feels like this will be, would be a good job, um, a good situation, I think I'll put better than job, a good situation for you with the temperance card. Mm -hmm. Laura, why don't you add to that and then we can see 
Sure. Yeah, I pulled about around the move because sometimes I can indicate where the job's going to go, right? So um, interesting, I've got the full card, I got the new beginnings card. So there's the hat for the move and the accelerated motion and it, obstacles and challenges. So what and the, and the energy that I'm feeling behind these cards is that um, that there will be a lot of fast movement around moving and I almost get the sense of having having your foot in or your feet in two different places at once almost and so what that means to me is that um, you may have to find some place on the interim to work out or some kind of a situation on the interim between finding a place to live the new place and where you are presently so um, there might there's a little bit of um, I, I would say you know just be ready for some quick moving, like moving quickly around and also possibly um, having to live in two separate places or doing a, a remote remote working while you're starting the new job until you can find a place in San Francisco. So I feel like you're, you're in two places at once with your own, like this is how quickly it's going to move. It's, al it's almost like you're living in two places at once. Um, so I think, yeah, it, it, it kind of feels like it's all pointing to a yes to this. Mm -hmm. And Laura, what's very cool about what you were saying is about having one foot in one place and one foot in another. That's totally the energy of the temperance card. Yeah. Um, you know, one foot in the water, one foot in the land. And as I'm looking at the Eight of Cups, I'm thinking, well, duh, yeah, she's leaving her home to move to the new place. So, yeah, I, I, I like what you said. It clarified for me which the question I had, which I'm not even sure why I had that question. Well, thank you. Very good. Very good. So so I would get really comfortable with the potential of having to move twice or work your work situation being in one way and then the other way, if that makes sense. All right. Um, all right. Great. Excellent. Well, we hope that helps. Mine might be my son. might not want to come. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, that, yeah, that could throw a whole other thing into that. Okay. Very good. Well, we hope this helps. And good luck with the new job. Yeah. Very good. All right. Thank you, Francine. Take care. Bye. I know it's very faint. I hope you got that in, what she was saying. Um, okay. So we've just got a couple more minutes here. So let me see if we could. Um, let's go to Grace. Everybody else, hold on. I know we've got a, a couple other people on the line here. Just hold tight. We'll see if, what we can do here. Um, Grace. Hello. Hello. Hi, beautiful name, Grace. Hello. Thank you. Hi. Uh, yeah, my hey, question. Hi. My question relates to my health and having to, um, you know, wanting to stay here at my job, but I'm not sure if I can comply to the, all these rules that they're putting in place. So I was wondering, what do you see for me in terms of moving forward with this work? So we'll have to look at the energy of the, the work. Um, we can't really look at health. Um, and that's one thing that Anne has brought up before is that um, looking at yeah. using tarot uh, yeah. for health is one thing. Yeah, so. Um, exactly. But let's, so is that so okay she's, with you? Yeah. yeah, we can look at the mm -hmm. energy around, sure. your, around your job, your current job, sure. Yeah. Okay, so let's do that. Yeah, I didn't really ask a question about my health. My health oh. is good. It's just, uh, am I, you know, the changing of the environment okay i must have misheard then i apologize okay yeah i, I misunderstood as well sorry okay all right. okay. 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 okay so what you got ann all right so um my card in the center is the seven of wands 
this suggests, yeah, maybe some changes and maybe some things that um, you will need to work through. Um, I'll go to the other difficult card. Three of uh, swords is here. There may be some changes that are not happy making, um, some accommodations and so on. But our remaining cards, and I want to talk quickly because I don't want to run out of time. Our remaining cards are very, 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 very positive. Um, Three of Pentacles. This is working with others towards a common goal. So this would suggest to me that regardless of the changes and uh, you know what you might have to go through to accommodate these changes, um, I see that the I, it, this card suggests that the employment will be fine. Will continue to work. The Sun card is here. This is you know a Yes card. It's a positive card. It's lovely energy. Knight of Wands is our final card. My favorite knight. He does what he needs to do. He's enthusiastic. He's capable. Um, so it feels yeah. like, yes, there's transition, but I think the rest looks good. Okay. Thank you so much for your help. My pleasure. That's what I was getting, too, is that there's a bit of a challenge here. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not going to be comfortable, but the outcome looks really good. That's how I see mm. this, too. So yep. yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Very good. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Grace. Take care. Good luck. Okay. So, um, so Anne, I don't know why this question came to mind, and I, I just feel like I need to say because I feel like someone's probably asking this. I don't know. Or they're okay. thinking it. Sure. Um, sure. So anybody who wants to take one of your online classes, do they need to have a deck in front of them while they're taking the class, or can they, can they still learn from this without having the deck in front of them? Um, if they take the tarot, you know what? I'm going to say yes. They need to have a deck. Um, tarot studies class, uh, it's all practice. It's exercise. So we're always uh, reading and, and, and exploring, and we use decks. In the tarot studies, you can use whatever deck you would like. In the tarot basics one and basics two, I teach from the radiant weight, W-A-I-T-E. So any of the, the weight Coleman Smith um, decks would be fine, but it's interactive. You know, we look at the imagery. We, so, yeah, you would really want to have a deck okay. um, in yeah, front of you. I had a feeling someone might be thinking, I might want to try out that class. Do I need a deck? Do I need to start searching for one? So, yeah, if you're interested mm. in, 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 you think you might sign up for an, any of Anne's classes, look for a Rider Weight deck now, like the Radiant Weight, the, <laughs> the Coleman um, Smith um, deck, or any of those. And um, I just, I know for some reason, I feel like um, some people might be wondering that if they actually needed a card mm -hmm. deck to work with that. Sure. All right. Sure. Very good. And you know, I mean, you, you could just sit there and listen to what people say, and I will hold up cards, but I, you wouldn't get the full benefit, really. Yeah. It's nice to have your own deck to actually feel the cards and look at them and everything. But this has been a quick hour, everybody. So um, if you want to learn more about Anne, go to annhence.com. And Anne will be back in a few weeks on the first Monday of October. So have a great week, everybody. And I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.